Welcome to the Star Found Podcast, an actual play podcast of the tabletop role-playing game Starfinder by the lovely people at Paizo. Now, some of you may know Starfinder and its cousin D&D and may know exactly what I'm talking about. And some of you may be totally in the dark. Don't worry, I'm here to fill you in. A tabletop role-playing game mixes the boundaries between long-form improvisation and board games. And what this means is that a group of friends sit around a table and collaboratively tell a story, the outcome of which is decided by rolls on a 20-sided die that's modified by the character's abilities and skills. Now, several of these friends are the players, and they have made characters that are the heroes of the story. Meanwhile, one friend takes on the role of the Game Master, who is sort of the arbiter of the game. They play, but they are also directing the action, you might say. So as the game plays out, if a player wants their character to shoot a laser blaster to hit the target of their bounty in the knee, there are mechanics for that. Or if the heroes need to get into a factory that's producing an army of war robots, they might choose to disguise themselves, or they might try to talk their way in, or they might have some other way of doing it and we talk it out together. We are recording this second season of Starfound live on twitch.tv slash hearthsingergames every Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. So go give us a follow right now. The first season is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud now, as well as on our YouTube page. So go get caught up. Give us follows, likes, and where you can, write positive or constructive comments. It really helps to get our podcast into the hands of more listeners. New episodes will be released every Wednesday evening, but if you just can't wait that long, head over to patreon.com slash starfoundpod and consider pledging at least $5 to get access to the video a whole week earlier, as well as some other sweet patron-only rewards, including private streams and polls that affect the story of the podcast. We have something new happening on patreon.com slash starfoundpod. For our $10 and up crewman patrons, we have started creating patron characters with them that live and exist inside the world. And once a month, they get to choose an action that their characters do, and then we resolve it with a dice roll at the end of the month. Now, I'm not entirely certain how this is going to play out because it's based on what our patrons decide to do with their newfound power, but I'm hoping that the characters that they create and the actions that they take will feature into the story of Starfound. This is just another way for you, as our listener, to interact with the story and the world that we are creating. Now let's meet some of these mooks, our mostly fearless Starfinders. I'm Anne Richmond, and I play Amaruk Yuka, Vlaka Solarian, First Claw of Clan Yuka, and Emotional Support Captain for the crew of the Kingfisher. I'm Helena Anderson, and I play Jaleskia, a very clumsy Kasathan mystic zoologist, and I believe in the pursuit of knowledge and friendship. Friendship is good, too. Hi, my name is Parker Wallace, and I play Caster 9, android mechanic and pilot of the Kingfisher. Happy to be of service. Hi, I'm Dexter Warren, and I play Jabberwocky, a skittermander technomancer. I'm a magical boy tech whiz with a love of stories and shiny. 
Now sit back, strap in, or at least hold on to something. Let's get Starfound. So last time on Starfound, the crew of the Kingfisher explored and destroyed the city of the small people, a miniature metropolis deep, deep underground. They got a little high, they got a little drunk, they may have impersonated Godzilla or at your favorite kaiju at one point or another, and then they had a very serious conversation right after, like being caught by your mom with some large entity. Massive creature that transformed into people from each of their pasts and strangers and monsters and things familiar and unfamiliar to them. The conversation didn't go so well, and they left on uncertain terms, but with the thing that they came to find these strange ancient devices that apparently create life. Upon leaving, they also were heading back to their quest givers, the, the giants from the eastern side of Sky, their uh, hometown, shall we say, and received a distress call from Elo Ketch, which they promptly ignored. So, you all are flying over the, sur the surface of Sky, heading to back towards the monument, the monolith at G, right? Uh, is there anything else that you guys are doing, uh, talking about, asking any questions for me? Go for it. Um, I'm definitely taking the, uh, the uh, skin that I have now of the giant troll um, into the lab and getting that set up for testing, especially on those strange, unnatural possibly extra planar boils and tumors. Okay, I'm, I'm so sorry. You're, you're, what are you doing with it again? I'm just taking it to the lab and getting it prepped getting for, it prepped. for, yeah, yeah. For what process out of curiosity? <laughs> this is a very good question to ask somebody that went to art school, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> but what's your process yep. like? My process. Um, I think truly I want to find out how the cells of these boils and how the cells of this troll skin are so resistant to certain effects. We had such a hard time working over this troll with spells and such that I wanted to see if I could like narrow it down as to what properties were messing with, messing us up. Oh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great, fantastic. Now I know your intention. Uh, anyone else, actions, questions, concerns? I am still sleeping. Great. <laughs> um. Caster, do you want to go? Do you do you have anything? I thought I felt like I was interrupting you. Sorry. Oh no, you weren't. No. Okay. Um, Amaruk is going to go back uh, and find the two Vlaka that came with us, Chomo and the unnamed Vlaka. I think. Do they have a name? I oh don't no. I think they do. They did at one point for sure. They, oh no. Because we have Himbo. I mean Chomo. <laughs> Chomo, oh. God, it's gonna be in my notes, y'all. It's gonna... Chomo and something. <laughs> Chomo and something, Mo. Chomo and 
uh, bring Chomo. Curly, Larry, and Chomo. No, I don't think we did name the other one. We didn't name him, or them, or or her. Chomo. Yeah. yeah, we let's. You want to name the other one right now? Let's dig yeah. in on it. Uh, we'll call it. Um, it now. Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> Kai. Chomo and Kai. Yes. Kai is a good one. I like it. Um. So. Uh, she sort of rounds them up like it, the the quarters on the um ship are somewhat better than they were after the renovations we did on the ships yes. over the last six months but oh yeah i think everybody has like their own room at yeah. this point yeah on there which is great it's like a so coffin she's, hotel room in my in my mind yeah mm-hmm. she's she's going to kind of like take them into her uh kind of bunk kind of area um and update no miles and update them on on everything that that has happened yeah. so far and what the choices were um and she kind of finishes by saying and you know i know we received that distress call but uh we had to make a decision and she's sort of saying it to i guess See if they think she's a bad person. Great. Um. Uh. Okay. Cool. I love that. I. I feel like you need to roll a pers- uh in- insight check first. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I can do that. Um. Cool. 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 Um. So sense motive plus a d6 because I'm still. Uh, side reeled. Tune to that. D6. Boom. Normal. All right. All together, that's a 35. Whoa. Three nice. Five. I oh, see wow. only the matter of the universe laid out before me. <laughs> <laughs> the way things are is made real. Um, Jeez. You. They're both worried. Right. Um, they're both very worried. Um, you see that they do still have faith in you, but committing such a vastly illegal act is really, really difficult. Right. Is it illegal to ignore a distress call? Oh, yeah. What? Really? Okay. So I didn't know that. I didn't either. I'm sorry. It's illegal in in uh, in our world as well for ships. No, that's it totally. I, I, a, I didn't know that. Oh. But B. Um, sure. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, cool. So I would argue that it wouldn't really change Amruk's assessment of things, right? We're beyond no, it, legal and illegal, it have, you know? Yeah, um, it wouldn't have, but yes, but you that, can, that, may, that just changes this interaction a little bit. Take your time, so, yeah, do so, you, so we can wind back, and you can have ignored the distress call in secret, or nah, that wouldn't have been possible. No, no, no I mm. don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. What we did was what we did at the time. Um, and she sort of looks at them, and she says, uh, she can see this concern, mm-hmm. Um and she says, I know, I know what it looks like. I, I mean, frankly, I know what it is. 
on a level, on a very simple level, it is wrong. But I'm not so sure the lines between right and wrong are as firm as we thought when it comes to what could happen if we don't get these other people what we came here to find. More of us could disappear. And their job was to hold the line. Right. Um, yeah. They do not respond. Actually, uh, uh, diplomacy, check, please. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. dive head first right into rolling the big important ones. It's fine. Okay, 32. <laughs> Can y'all not eat snacks while recording a podcast? <laughs> They munch. They crunch. My greatest fear was that they were heard, and I didn't realize. Hey, Raven, welcome. Welcome. Hello, Raven. Welcome. That's so Raven. I'm sure you never get that. <laughs> Raven has left the chat. Um. You're good. If you need to eat, like, if you really need to eat something, just, just mute yeah, your mic just, until... Yeah. You're all good. <laughs> you good. <laughs> Mouthful. Chipmunk. Really okay. Yeah. So they 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 nod silently, right? Um they don't have any response. Um and they're certainly I mean they're 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 with you, right? But it's for some of them, clearly the first time that they've questioned. Yeah. Right. Like we all question yeah, yeah, our leaders. Yeah. It's an inevitable yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. An inevitable and part. She, she sort of takes that in um, and makes sure that she isn't like closing herself off mm -hmm. uh, physically to their reception of this. And because um, I think my reaction to thinking that people are thinking I didn't do the right thing is to like cross my arms. You know what I mean? And to be like, how dare you? Um, but she, she just sort of like mentally tries not to do that and to just let it be what it is. And she says, just because you make a decisive action that you feel like is best at the time doesn't mean that you don't wonder about the other road you didn't travel but I am just a pup, just like you. And I appreciate. It's been a long time since someone respectfully doubted me. And she looks, she looks at them like, in a in a kind way like she's not she's not trying to instigate at all oh no i hear you uh yeah it's just a very real like yeah that's that's what it is you know type of interaction fantastic all right um dismissed 
Chomo and Carl will remember this. Um, okay, great. <laughs> it's Kai. Say? It's Kai, right? But I and won't Carl. remember them, so. Um. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> um, great. Uh, you dismiss them, and they go back to that guarding whatever they do on the ship when they're in the yeah. air, um, probably um, maintaining their weapons mostly. She will then sort of like on her way back uh, stand out. She just stands outside Jabby's door, which I am guessing is closed. So do our areas have actual like door doors or are they yes. just, I thought, ew, okay. Yeah, no. yeah like now, sorry, we, if we weren't clear, mm-hmm. um, part of the upgrades to the ship over the last uh, six months were like building out like bays for everybody to have personalized rooms. Um, so it's nice. not like the extensive rooms that we have mm-hmm. at Bright Claw Keep, but you have like a quarters, like a small, gotcha. imagine naval quarters. Yeah. Um, then yeah, door would be closed. It's unlocked, but just sleeping. Yeah, she just stands outside the door and just disassociates. <laughs> you know what? I mean? For a little while, yeah. um, and then shakes it off and goes back to the captain's chair and just sits there. Great. Anyone else? Great. Fantastic. Okay. Caster, would I roll? Oh. No, oh. cast her go. Great. Would I notice? Uh, oh, hang on, I gotta mute this because I'm hearing myself double time. Um, can I? Well, do, does Caster notice Amaruk sit down in the captain's chair? She's not being sneaky. Okay. Well, Caster is going to turn around and see Amaruk there, and without even changing a, a single facet of his face, just turns back and keeps on piloting. Like, it's more robotic than usual. Hmm. Okay. I don't like that. Can I, can I insight check that? Um, yeah. Do you, are you reconsenting to a little bit of insight PVP? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Can this be? Go for it. Roll another 30, 15. Yeah. And just, just so you know, you get minus two because of flat effect. Okay. Because I'm, I'm a robot. Because I'm a robot. Uh, Beep boop, motherfucker. I would roll <laughs> bluff for that. Yes, you would. Or, yeah. <laughs> bluff. Oh, great. Bluff. 31. Oh, okay. Well, now. <laughs> Let's not get too uh, excited about that. We're all about that oh, well, social 19. combat. Yeah. Uh, tell us your secrets. <laughs> Uh, Caster does not approve of what Amrit did. Yeah. All right. Great. It's feeling a little, little cold. Tense up here in the cockpit. Tense. And for once, it's not just tense between Amaruk and Kia, who is happily back in the... <laughs> with my skin tent, playing <laughs> with my skin. skin. Yep. <laughs> Can I roll anything for like preliminary p- preliminary noticings on possible defensive properties? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Could it be a life science? Yeah. All right. That is not not my best, but it is still a 24. Ooh. Ooh. 
All right. All right. Well, you realize that this the properties in here that don't dampen, don't negate, but in fact reflect magic and energy, okay. right? They're incredibly rare. Like ridiculously rare. This this uh uh I mean what you're holding in your hand is worth thousands of credits. Just the skin, not refined, not made into anything. So with a little elbow grease, you could make this into some wonderful armor modifications. Cool, 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 cool. Very nice. Very good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Very she like good. folds it up. She like does a Marie Kondo fold on this skin. Uh, and like tucks it into like uh, one of her drawers that has a lock on it and locks it. And she'll like kind of just jauntily walk out. She's having a great day. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm imagining you like wandering into the cockpit and like humming to yourself a shanty, yeah. right? And don't even notice mm -hmm. the like tension brewing in the ship. <laughs> All right. Um, where are you guys going? What's the plan? What's the plot? We dealt with our, with our little uh, drama scenes on the ship. What was that, Caster? We were going back to the Giants, yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. So wherever the closest part on the map is, let's head over there. Back to the Fissure, where we saw the lions. The Fissure. Lion, Lion dogs! Yeah. Great. The Pride uh, Lambs. Yeah. The Pride Lambs. We're not OP. <laughs> all right. So you all... Well, your, your ship zips across the sky. It doesn't take too long to get there, right? Um, cross over the Hyperbrine Sea, and the Kingfisher settles down near the Fisher again. Um, you roll out of the back with your large drill, which attached to it has these... Uh, it's three of the machines, right? Mm-hmm. The three... Um, tank-like machines, right? Similar to the ones that you found back on Bright Claw. Um, and you begin to putter forward towards the crevasse, hoping that you'll be able to recreate your your trip back in, right? Um, They're big. How are we going to... Hmm? Hmm. I guess we got them out of that temple, so it doesn't... Yeah, yeah they're... they're you have your drill? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Charlotte's. Wait, how did we get the drill back? Well, you. I remember you, last time it was too big to be in the thing, but I guess it's just like a. I don't know. It was too big, big to be in what thing? It was too big to be in the kingfisher. Did I say that? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well, I didn't write it. We down. could definitely use the. I mean, we've hooked stuff to the back of the ship yeah. before, mm -hmm. so we could just suspend it underneath. Then, I, like, I can get yeah. out and, like, drive it drive it a ways off, and then we can land. I'm so, so awesome. Great. So you yeah. guys, yeah. Did, like, carefully picked up, Charlotte Duth, your, yeah. your driving drill, your drill tractor. Um, and have, you've dropped it off now, and you've loaded your, the, the cargo back up onto it, mm -hmm. and you're trucking off towards the crevasse. Um, and you start to descend down in, like, the tractor trunks, like... Uh, Tractor trunks. That is that is not yeah. the word that I wanted to say at all. The tractor tracks um, pulling you slowly and gently and unevenly down into this fresh crevasse. Um, 
stones crumbling around you as you find your way deeper and deeper. And soon the sun is just a little memory up above you, just a slash of blue sky. Um, and after a little while, you're stopped by a large figure standing up from behind a rock and raising its hand to halt. One of our large giants um, stands in front of you. And as you like uh, kind of peek around, you see that more of them are appearing all around you. Um, and they begin to close in on Charlotte Um They motion for you to get out of the tractor. And then they pull out the bags. Everyone's so, face. like, to receive? No. They start oh, to put us. it over your heads. What? Oh, okay. All right. Hey, really? Night. Oh. Is this... Is this strictly necessary? Oh, I like reach my arms up for it. I'm ready to jab go back goes, to sleep. Swoop, gets swept back up. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> somebody guides me with this. I'm okay, I guess. Um, and bagged, you get carried or walked deeper in. You can hear the engine of Charlotte kind of muttering to silence behind you as you walk away from it. Um, You can hear the sound of the heavy footsteps all around you, and you walk. Um, That's actually a fine point. Spider says, how do bags affect blindsight? And uh, they they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you, Amaruk, are aware of, like, the varying pathways that you take, right, to a certain extent. Um, yeah, I think she can feel the sway of the bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. moving I around. Think you're it's being... not that she would be able to... I don't think... I think because the sense is based on on touch, right? Mm-hmm. It specifies in the book for Vlaka that are deaf, that it is based on, like, feelings and vibrations mm-hmm. and, and not on, like, being able to hear the shape of a room, for instance. Yeah. Um, I think she doesn't... She wouldn't be able to replicate mentally the pathways that were taken. It's just that she senses the the twisting movements and the, mm-hmm. um, like, the barometric uh, pressure as they go deeper and deeper underground. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and eventually you hear the, Hey, Dare, welcome. Um, eventually you hear the, the trill of birds and you find yourself tumbled out onto the open floor in the underground field of flowers, the shimmering light extending out from the very, very familiar now pillar up ahead. Um, and around you stand several different giants, um, one of which is very familiar. Um, Is it Amy? Yes. Amy, a.k.a. Oh, my God. I I wrote it down. Where is it? Um, Her code name was Dasher or Dancer. Dasher was her code name. Amy, a.k.a. Dasher. Thank you so much. (laughs) A.k.a. So Amy is standing in front of you, um, and she has like a, a little wisp of a smile on her face. 
right, as she looks down at all of you and mm-hmm. kind of extends a single finger down and reaches it out to you first, Amaruk. Uh, she um, take, takes the finger firmly in, in her paw. Um, she, I take you firmly by the hand, like in church. Uh, I don't know how else to, um, she, she, I mean, she, she fist bumps it, I think probably like reverently, but how do you handle a size differential <laughs> quite like that? Exactly. And then she extends it across to each one of you. Yeah. And the small ritual of greeting is repeated across each of you. I think, I mean, unless one of you wants yeah. to be contrary. Yeah. Yeah, um, I cast comprehend languages just as a course of matter great. as we go. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, she asks if you can still understand her. I nod. <laughs> he points with all four arms and hands towards Jabby in like the way that uh, Will Smith points at Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Amazing. that was so specific. <laughs> Um, I got the image. And you, well, she says still just you. Okay. Um, and you can't really speak my language. Can't, no? Okay. Um, no. Yeah, just just that We worked. Yeah, so, so as this is, she like sees that this interchange is happening, doesn't understand exactly what's happening, but sees that there's like, I'm guessing with her passive insight being what it is, uh, some sort of like uh, frustration that like we haven't figured that out yet. And she's like, we weren't gone that long. Like, <laughs> what did you expect? I go to Amaruk, uh, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, People are needy. Amy says, thank you. Um, to be honest, we weren't sure if you'd come back. And we are impressed, to say the very least. Um, We obviously share a foe. Everything living on this planet shares a foe. Um, But you've shown that you could be an ally as well. And so you have our respect as well as our thanks. I'm not sure what don't. I'm sure it's quite a lot. The short ones, the bearded ones, the ones made of fire and metal. They were very new to this world, and I imagine you are even more new. This is an old, old place, and we have been here for a very, very long time guarding Guarding it. And she points up at the sun. Um, but there are others on this planet as well. Other gods. Um, well, their followers would call them gods. We would call them imposters. Uh, not true like struggles to find the exact words that will make sense and will actually like translate to you um and then she says the true her 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 uh her like true word for what they call the other things which is this 
sense of it, that you don't really have a thing like this in, in your world because all gods definitely exist, um, right? But it's kind of like, yeah. it's kind of, ah, uh, that's what it is. It's the closest to fallen angels. Mm. Right. Um, Wait, Shabby, you're 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 translating all of this for us, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he just is. checking. She um. Things to be like. Here we do. Do be do. Yeah. <laughs> she moves forward and um, she points at the sun, and then uh, writes like an equal sign in the dirt with her psychokinetic hand mm-hmm. and then uh, tries her best to draw the dragon. Question mark? Um, the, the Amy looks confused mm. and like points at the dragon. Uh... Let's see, what do I have for this? Um, okay, I have so many spell slots used today. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna cast holographic image. At, uh, 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 I'm gonna cast it at first level uh, and make the image of the dragon who we just had such a fun, fun time talking to. Yeah. Um, and Jabby very visibly tired. Uh, you see his hair, his fur bristle real quick. Yeah. Uh, and just boop. Here you go. Hand tutting, yeah. and then dragon appears in his <laughs> palm. <laughs> yeah. So she will she will see this and go ah, and then she uses her psychokinetic hand to sort of brush away the original drawing she made. Mm-hmm. Draws the three monoliths. Mm-hmm. The same way that had been drawn before, and drew and draws a sun next to them, right, mm-hmm. like a tiny sun, and then points to the dragon, and then uh, draws like a line to where they are on this imaginary map of the planet's surface, mm-hmm. and then like a crack in the earth and a single monolith, and then she points again at their sun and goes, eh. Like, this sun equals that thing. Your sun equals... Ooh, so as as Amruk is doing that, mm-hmm. uh, with their sun equals dragon, yeah. I have the dragon going like, oh, blah, 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 so cool. Googly um, eyes, and then, googly eyes. Yeah. yeah, like, googly eyes, like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and then as she points to your sun and then does equals, I just make it a question mark. Yeah. Um. She, ah... Uh... She's still just like looking back and forth confused um, and like points at the dragon and then points at the monolith image and yeah, like asks. Yeah, she she says, oh, yeah, he's a big boy. She. She like reaches down and scratches out the dragon in the sand. Okay, so that's not one of the false gods. Oh. The imposter, the the idol. 
I think I think she might be saying I think uh, <laughs> from a, mis- <laughs> a mysticism standpoint uh, that perhaps uh, she is saying that the lights themselves are treated as gods um, when in reality they are not. I don't think it has anything to do with the dragon. The dragon just saw something and was like, oh, nice opportunity, and then used it. Um, I mean, it's a great idea when you think about but, it. But so what are they? What 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 are they? She says sort of desperately, <laughs> like, I can't, I don't know what to be if I can't talk, you know, is kind yeah. of like the, the vibe you're getting from her. Um, I blow up the image, uh, make it bigger. And I do the image of the undead creature we saw, and I gesture to it, and then I try and repeat the word "false god." Um, she she shakes her head and goes, "No, no, no, no." Um, this is, and she's pointing to her her monolith, right? The gigantic like yeah. glass thing. The miniature sun shining out of it. Yeah. Um, this is our god. It's not. It's not a whole god. It's a. It's a lost piece of one. Gotcha. Look. Okay. Okay. S- sit down. And she like gets down and like sits cross-legged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in front of all of you. And she like kind of curses to herself and is like going through the like <laughs> how much I have to explain to these tiny little fools. Um. <clears throat> And then says, all right, a long, long time ago, there was an ancient, ancient empire that spread across the stars. And it lasted for thousands and thousands of years, millennia upon millennia. And... This ancient empire, after a very, very long time, met a terrible fate. Through its own machinations, it drew its own gods into our world. But with its gods came its demons, too. And a a massive war in heaven ensued where chaos reigned and the worlds were destroyed and fractured and the connections between these empires were shattered. Our people, we want the, 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 the desolate deserts of this planet. And uncertain of which way to go, uncertain of direction, eventually we found, fallen to earth, a piece of a lost and dead god, a fraction of a whole. ancient leader, name and purpose lost to time, took this piece and put it into the, into the uh, monument to protect it. And we, the servants, 
and beneficiaries of this peace of God vowed to protect it against all evil. But there were other pieces that were also found by other groups, other factions who took them and protected them, served them. Some of these pieces we suspect were not of God. Some of these pieces were of demons. We're not sure. So much has been lost to time, and the beginning of our story begins in chaos, in the destruction of everything. We have made a home, and we have served our God to the best of our ability. Now, of these others, you have met another of the, let's call them tribe for now, but there is a third here. And that third has always been hunger has always been consumptive. And in the last year, they have gotten incredibly aggressive since the arrival of the short one, the hairy one, the ones made of metal and fire. They, well, at first we didn't think that there was any problem, so we weren't watching very carefully. But then... They started to move very quickly. And now, there are no more short people here. Food for an ancient ritual. And the giants of a past age have been brought back in strange form, sprouting evil crystals from their form and containing great and ancient and terrible energy inside of them. She kind of looks at Kia and she says, we should show her, we, we, should, we should show her what you have from uh, the troll. Oh, but I, I don't have, oh, 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 that, oh, no, no, no. I think, I think what she's talking about is the big centaur that we saw in the snail, right? Because that was large. That was the troll was just troll size. That's like a normal ass troll. We're talking like what she's talking about are those heckin' huge giant boys. Wait, oh, is that what she's talking about? Yeah, certainly she's talking about this necromantic dead boy. Oh, about energy. the big dead boys. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I just wasn't back. thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, definitely. He is going to draw a picture of the snail in the sand and then draw a picture of her in like relativity to size. <laughs> and she'll point to the stick figure of her and go, me, that's, that's, that's me. Amazing. Um, Take the image, the holographic image, and do like a heroic reenactment of Amaru and Kia flying around. Amazing. 
Thank you for the raid, Amazing. Dice, Drinks, and Drama. Yeah. Thank you so much. Welcome, everyone. Hit that follow button. Go check out our Patreon and keep Thank listening. You. So she she nods her head and points at the crustacean, right? Um, <clears throat> and says, now, we don't know exactly what their plan is what its plan is, what the this final tribe is doing. But we do know that we haven't seen them in a very long time and that the caves are filled with shadows. Um, how do we ask, uh, Jabby, how do we ask, where did you see it last? Hmm. Um, Jabby is... Uh, fighting through being awake for a full day. Um, a little more than that. Um, hmm. Last saw, and then he changes the illusion to, I guess, be like this amorphous kind of group of people. You know how they had that little sequence in Frozen when they were showing the like misty holographic images of the yeah. silhouettes of the past mm -hmm. does that for a group of people and Javi just looks at them looks away and then has them like disappear and he just says time long time <laughs> I'm lost <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what okay, you're trying to say he, he's trying to say like you saw them <laughs> it's been a while since you've seen them you saw them in a long time right. mm -hmm. how long Basically, I'm gonna roll to see if she gets that when I did not. Whoa. No, she's like she, her jaw kind of like droops downwards, and she goes uh, looking back and forth between all of you. Mm -hmm. Um, Kia does a shrug. God, this is weird. Kia goes shrug <laughs> like, uh, and then see like the uh, she puts her hand over on her forehead to do like the classic pantomime C um, and then she holds up three fingers <laughs> uh, as like third and then tribe she just like brings everybody in just like group, group. <laughs> like look at us we're in a circle I, I don't know what we're even trying to <laughs> I don't know what this campaign mm. is anymore. We're just playing. Trace. <laughs> uh, okay, so she, she yeah, so, sorry, Miles, feel free to respond, and then I'll, I'll I have thoughts. Um, she's still very confused. <laughs> yeah, she, she, um, kind of looks between everybody and sees that we're all, we're becoming, and she, she says, she says, well, this is all just word soup. I don't think we're saying anything because we're trying to say way too much, which I realize is the Vlaka calling the snow white. But um, I feel, I feel like we need to come up with whatever the next step is. We need to ask her, what does she need help doing? Okay. What um, do you yeah. need from us? I remember you said the word planning. So I'm going to just say planning now. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And
And I do want to also remark that like, as mm-hmm. this is the first time that it's kind of relevant. Yeah. Um, as you're sort of signing to us, uh, Jabby. You peeped it. You peeped it. I peeped it. I peeped it. Um, the Vlaka also have sign language. And so she begins just signing. Yeah. Um, maybe not the same way, but like it's that's just the normal thing to do. Yeah. Um, and it sort of unlocks that behavior in her. Uh, and sort of begins signing back in the Vlaka hand uh, sign language um, as she's speaking uh, in hopes that it's just sort of helps illustrate mm-hmm. on some weird wavelength, some universal truth or clarity. Great. Okay. Okay. Um, she nods and looks across all of them. Um, and like leans back and considers, um, kind of like letting her hand rest on her elbow. And as she does, like dust kicks up from the ground and washes over you. Um, and she sits there for a little bit. Hey, New York. So sorry. One second. No, it has a message for us. We must listen. Um, there's a cart in the background with a, a siren on the back that goes running by. <laughs> it's just like someone on the way to like uh, the market. Exactly. With like a lot of cabbages. Really important cabbages. Yeah. Um, and after, after a few minutes, she like stands up. Um, her two feet landing firmly on the ground, and she stretches a little bit and says, I must commune. You will rest with us tonight, and we will plan, she says in your, and she like signs it back to you Um, in the morning. And then leaves, heading towards the massive uh, containment in the middle of the uh, underground garden. Um, The other giants all kind of stand up. Um, A few of the guards look at you a little bit warily, but then they all return to their posts. And weirdly enough, you're left alone in the middle of an ancient, oversized city. Of sorts. So she said that we would spend the night here. Um, It appears she meant that more literally than I interpreted it. Maybe. What do you mean? Like spend the night on the ground here? Maybe. I mean, she said we would plan in the morning and, and I mean, feeling the ground, he just does kind of lay down. I mean... As far as ground goes, it's pretty cool. It's I think. pretty good. I'm not not even gonna not even gonna lie there. That's really so. In my in my mind, you guys are like in the middle of like a, a square, right? Ooh, it's it has it has like dirt on the ground that's clearly been worn down. But at the edge at the at the close edge of the square are um, the buildings that kind of climb up the side of the. Um, 
of the wall behind you, right? And they're like largely brick and mortar. There are simple little for the giants windows in them that uh, uh, that you know, people can look out. And there's like about three or four stories tall, depending on on the area that they're in. Um, and there are also caverns that you can see that lead in to make little kind of like dugouts where people live and different shops are. And on the far side of that is the field of red poppies that leads off for probably yeah. about a mile, right? And just on the on the near side of that is like this massive patch of grass, right? Which is normal sized grass for you, right? With these large, large stalks of fruit-like trees that kind of arc up like scythes. And on top of them, from like the blade of where the scythe would be, there droop these large purple fruits in like right. a grape-like bunch. Oh, so Jabby had an impulse because he's had a long day and he sees yeah. that fruit, but he does really want juicy. to ask. He He's going to find, see, so I want, I really want that fruit. I also really want to sleep. Um, I'm torn. I'm just going to like, see if I can find someone, see if it's okay to, to, to eat one. Cause I want it. <laughs> Uh, Jabby's reverting to full on baby mode. I want the fake fruit, DM Daddy. <laughs> the fake fruit. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I can take a look at it and see if I notice stuff. I, I, I have studied, well, mostly fauna, but I know some flora. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we're also just worried about like, oh no, they ate the sacred fruit and now we're going to be tried as witches. Like, yeah. that kind of thing, you know? Oh, yeah. well, never mind. Um, oh, I think you should still tell us what you, you can figure out about it. You should have still, still do useful. that, yeah, because I, <laughs> okay, I, I, I don't want to eat poison. Well, I, I don't want to have more poison. It's a, it's a 28. Great, fantastic. So you do like a couple scans of it. It doesn't seem to be poisonous. Um, it seems to be a safe fruit. Um, it's not of a genus that you know at all, right? Um, entirely foreign to you. Certainly in the way that it grows, it's they're kind of like berries, but they're huge, right? Um, so they, they, they themselves are probably about the size of a watermelon. All right. Oh, wow. Kids, kids. Because we, we only need like two of those. Of yeah, yeah. No, I, I honestly, they're not going to miss it. Like, whatever. And she's, like, going to jump up and try to, like, <laughs> grab onto it and, like, pull it down with all four of her Kasathan arms. <laughs> yeah, uh, she'll be like, may I? And she's going to offer to, like, hold you up so that you will be, like, the fruit picker. <laughs> and she, you, she will be using you as the tool to That's get so real. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Boom. No, you are welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you set her down after the f the fruit like pops satisfyingly off of its branch. Um, cool. And it, it 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 like as as it comes off, you you get a little bit of the juice like on your face, right? And it has this like red kind of tint to it, and it runs a little bit onto your cheek, and you get this this smell of sweetness, but also this like <sighs> how do I put this? Um, Are you about to describe something delicious that I can literally never have? I'll kill you. That's what I was about to do. 
<laughs> this, but do it. You won't. One of my big introductions to literature was the Redwall books, which was all just yes. food for animals that you would not enjoy, but that sounded <laughs> so good. And I was just like, elderflower right. wine, pass it over, Beach. <laughs> like, give me a... Wait, would that not be good in real life? It is good, in real, good in real life. Ooh, wait, no, I want... But a lot of the granaries, the way that they describe cooking them would not actually be yeah, that yeah, good yeah. without, yeah. like, some serious yeah. work. Um, so it, 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 it's sweet, right? But there's an element of, it's not quite mommy. It's this kind of, uh, 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 gin is a herbal flavor, right? Did he say mommy? Umami. 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 Oh, okay. (laughs) I I didn't hear the ooh. And I totally forgot to mute. I have been lasered in on your face, Dex, because I heard just the barest whisper of you going, did he say mommy? Like, I didn't hear the ooh. I didn't know you said mommy. Yeah, yeah. Had, had I heard it, I'd have been like, ooh, yes, we got umami in these grapes. But then I'm just like... No, you heard ooh ooh mommy. That's a different, <laughs> right. so different, like, different uh, taste. All right. Oh my God, so, um, so yeah, it has it has this kind of like herbal, um, uh, uh, like full, almost earthy kind of mm. taste. I keep I use earthy a lot, but it's not the earthy of mushrooms, right? It's more like the earthy of of like he, uh, thick herbs, right? Mm. Undergrowth herbs. Um, and so you like chop it up. The skin to you is like, it's very similar to, to grape skin, but it's like half an inch thick, right? So it is sort of like a melon where there's mostly melon. And at the middle of it, there are these seeds that like curl and twist around each other in these helixes. Um, and you like pull them out like you're dissecting a corpse. Um, I, I get a sample. That's cool. And uh, you settle settle in for a little food. After a little while, one of the giants kind of like walks over and um, puts a plate in front of you with a bowl full of some kind of white liquid. Um, and also, uh, uh, like, it's clear that they like crumbled up cheese into the Aww. smallest pieces that they can make That's and like so tore nice. up bread and the, the like bubbles in the bread are like the size of your so head big. right but they're like there um and this giant like sets it down next to you the plate you can all stand on right um and stands up and like dusts off his hands the wind like blows your hair back um and then heads back i to what bow they were before doing. he leaves because that's very nice of them yeah. It makes this like whale like kind of like <laughs> sound and like nods his head back Big at you. Person talks. Yeah. <clears throat> um the the bread is is sour and yeasty. Um the white stuff appears to be a combination of of milk and some kind some kind of milk and some kind of uh, fruit juice, right? And also, there's a certain like uh, herbal tint that suggests that it has like juice of flowers in it as well. Um, and the the cheeses are um just kind of simple 
um, cheddar, but they're made of the same kind of milk that the milk is made of. So it has this it has this very um, dark taste to it. That's mm-hmm. very alien. Um, the food actually reminds you a lot, Kia, of uh, native Castrovelian food. Hmm. Cool. So she pops a lactate and digs right in. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> lactate space, realness. Yeah. Space lactate. Amaruk uh like looks hungry, but it's that thing where you have the food and now you don't want it. You know. Like that thing where when you're depressed and you mm-hmm. have like mm-hmm. you you order the thing that you think is going to make you feel better and then it gets there and you're like, This is not I don't want any of this. That's the worst. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, so she she kind of just like sits there with a little bit of bread and is just holding the the warm bread because at least it's warm, <laughs> you know, and that's comforting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's kind of just looking over everybody digging in, and um, just not, totally non sequitur. She goes, so like. What do you guys feel about today and how that went for us? <laughs> yeah, with a mouthful of bread goes, oh, yeah, no, it was great. I, I honestly feel like we've learned and grown as a crew. And, like, I'm obsessed with our drill. That's so good. This is so good. Are you going to eat that, Omaruk? No, you can have it. It's very clear she has thought nothing of the fact that they yeah. ignored the cry for help. Yeah. Great. Um, uh, as you ask this, Jabby is currently walking uh, midair up to another berry and does just a little uh, energy dart or energy ray of fire to cut off another berry. And he's in the process of basically just like eating it whole because skittermanders <laughs> eat a lot. They're like little fuzzy piranhas. So it's like halfway gone <laughs> uh, before he answers. Um, I think... Well, actually, I have a question for y'all. Um, because I was asleep when the decision was made, would it have come up in conversation? Because I know that our plan was to come here. Uh, I went to sleep before hearing about the distress call. I think the so best story know. is no, it didn't come up yeah. in conversation, yeah. and you're yeah. finding out about yeah. it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought so. If everyone's okay with um, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. totally fine with that. I figured it would be like that. Good. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, we fought a troll today. We found a city of, um, of something that was really small, and we saw a, a dragon unicorn that had a god complex. So it's been a full day, I guess. You know, nobody died, so there's that. Here, here. Also, I saw God. Oh, well. Which one? Bessie. No way. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I guess Jabby, maybe you were asleep when it happened, but we got a call from uh, Yellow Catches people over at Sky. Oh, what are they up to? Well, they, um. And she sort of like straightens uh, 
a little bit and tucks her giant wings behind her back. Um, well, um, we were on our way here, and I wasn't sure what kind of timeline we would be on, but we heard, um, well, there was a distress call about the shadow pressing in on Sky, and they were <clears throat> dying. We don't know that. Well, they were in trouble enough to call us the last person in the world that they would want to actually have help from. Well, except that we stopped to help them before, but I guess we I I made the call that we should come here and I guess um I don't know. I I I know it I know it was wrong on a certain level, but life is not so easy like that I guess is what I feel like I've been learning and you just have to make the best choice you can at any particular time it's all about perspective Amaruk I feel as if that is small pickles we're going for the large pickles here so so us, us helping these like crazy giant people that's gonna save the entire place of sky the entire planet but the light won't be blipped out like you keep seeing in your weird dreams like that's big picture they were only a couple of elo catch people there they would have done the same thing she throws she throws the bread like in front of her not like slamming it but just like i'm definitely no no longer interested in any of this and she says I understand where you're coming from, Kia, but that decision directly probably led to people dying. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not saying that given the choice, I would make a different decision, but I feel like I can't just sit here and, and eat some kind of nice spread of really good-looking food and just forget that this is a requiem that Jabby. Well, um, just for my records, how how many people were with Elo Catch? Um I believe it's in mine. Cause it was two, I think it was three ships and one of them was very large. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like what a couple thousand people. Um, no, no, no. no. It was not a couple thousand. No. It was uh, just under three hundred. Yeah, just under three hundred. So there are villages that are less than three hundred people, and we had an opportunity to help and. There could be 300 people dead because we didn't. But there could also be more people in danger of what happened to Sky. But we had time to get here. I, I look at Amaruk. You do what you think is best. And 
you look forward? I know leading isn't easy. It's a heavy burden. And sometimes we make choices that hurt people when we don't want to. Um, I have no right to say that you did the right or wrong thing. And he begins weaving a, uh, a little bed nest. I don't like it, but I get it. I just didn't want them to have... Well, when we lost the claw before uh, on our planet, we had to do so much to get it back. And after what Kia said about her communing with Basmara, I just sort of thought, well, we definitely don't want whatever that thing is to have these caches that we got. That could make things so much worse for more than 300 people, maybe? Exactly. So enjoy your food. She like sits back against like one of the larger yeah. plants around and is just kind of pissed off because she was having the best of days. Yeah. Her her uh, ears sort of like twitch and then like flatten like you told a dog that it was bad and booped it on the nose with a newspaper. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and now and you just, feel bad. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, Kia yeah, she, doesn't. She just does. sort of like uh, sits in on herself and then glances sideways at Castor. Yes, I'm Rook. <sighs> well, if I'm going to say something, I might as well. Actually, I don't know what to say, actually. Um, I told you what I wanted to do as a pilot, and you being the captain supersede me, so why not? I'm complicit in a bunch of other crimes that you've done. What's one more? And <laughs> I know you're hurting, and I know you're struggling. I know. It's just hard to watch and hard for me to listen to you give that order. And my only hope is that you use this opportunity as a lesson in leadership. I hijacked a fleet and returned planet side for one person. And now I know what you would do in my shoes. And that's that. And I don't think I should say any more. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, this has been lovely. I'm finding a bar. Kia's like done. She's gonna leave and like try to go find a giant bar to sit her ass down in. <laughs> Great. Kia takes off. I'm sorry, I'm splitting the party, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? Yes. Is that yeah. too be okay? Do what, you do what you do want. It, do yeah. it. Okay. You're, it's all good. 
we've been we've been building up to this moment for a while. Yeah, that's exactly what Kia right. would do. I feel like it would make sense. Um, so as Kia like kicks up dirt, heading away from the rest of you. Yeah, she um, just kind of takes in what Castor is saying and her ears uh, twitch. Um, and there's sort of a, other than that, like a stillness about her. Um, and she does that thing that dogs do like right before they bark, but they don't, you know, like the kind of... Uh, thing and she says people are always hoping I'll learn something I feel like life is one lesson altogether I think you all want me to learn different things. I think you all want me to be different people. And Castor, I said this to you a long time ago, but I think you're looking for me to be this ideal. I think you're looking at yourself to be something and you, you never say what it is you really want. And now I've, I guess whatever I thought we were isn't. And I'm sorry that my actions made you... I'm sorry that my actions ruined it. But I also think that there's only so much of me to go around. And she gets up and just like plods off towards the poppy field. How are you doing, Caster? I feel like I've said too much. Why is that? I know just a few. Well, I know it may be rich coming from me to say this, but you're allowed to have feelings. You know, you don't have to agree with us all the time. You don't have to bottle up whatever's going on. I know that, but it's noise hearing it, you know? Yeah. Um, I take a descending thread from my woven nest in the tree now, uh, and I walk over to Castor and I lift my arm up and hand him a book. Uh, well, whenever I'm feeling sad or mad or guilty or less than, less than heart smile, um, I read this 
and you see the worn cover of the Warrior and the Wumpus, uh, and you see a little signature, sloppy signature sprawled in as if by a child with the name Throxer in the front cover. Um, this is, huh, um, it's an old story, you know, when we all had our movie night, but uh, this is the source material. Um, you know, it's, it's not the greatest, it's a little cliche, um, but it helps me. Um, and I uh, walk off and back up to my nest. Thank you, Jabby. Uh, I think I'll really like it. Yeah. And the last thing I say before calling out is, you know, a lot of people leave and not everything's permanent, but the time we do have is special. I roll over and go to sleep. Right. Fantastic. Thank you so much for listening to Star Found. Once again, please leave us a like or a follow or whatever it is and a positive review wherever you are listening. And please head over to patreon.com slash starfoundpod in order to pledge to help support us and get some added benefits and a mess of extra Starfound content. And remember, you can tip in order to help or hinder the players at streamlabs.com slash hearthsingergames. Thank you again for listening and for your support, and we'll be back next week. See you soon, Starfam. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Music by Murder Sauce.